The following is a presentation of the Chicago Bears Network. Now on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, this is the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Nagy. The coaching staff and Bears management. The Bears Coaches Show is brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants, Advocate Healthcare, Verizon, and Miller Lite. Now from Hallis Hall, here's the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. And a pleasant good evening, everybody, and welcome back to PNC Studios at Hallis Hall, the Bears Coaches Show, featuring head coach Matt Nagy. I'm Jeff Joniak with you till 8 o'clock tonight. Offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich will join the program at the bottom of the hour as we look ahead to the Green Bay Packers. Look back a little bit at what the Bears did to beat Dallas and go to 7-6. and six, An outstanding, a fun environment, Matt, at Soldier Field on that Thursday night. And uh, by far the best feeling we've had all season. Yeah, it was a great one for us, uh, for everybody. You know, it was uh, a fun one to be a part of. And it was great for our, our team, our city, our fans, everybody. Um, it, it's, it's what we've been looking for, you know, all year long. And to get it on that stage and, and put, put a few weeks together here has been good. I ask you this when things are going well and sometimes when we don't win a game, but the way you called that game, was it in your wheelhouse? Yeah, well, it, it always is when you uh, produce and execute and get, stay ahead of the chains. You know, that, That's one of the things that I thought we did. Even on that first drive when we ended with the interception, we didn't have a third down on that drive. And, um, you know, that's just uh, a credit to our players for, for, for doing that. And uh, it was one of those games where things were just going well for us. And then guys were making plays. And uh, you, you love seeing that. We were able to do it for, for four quarters and, and and really all three phases. So to come out of there with a win, it felt great. And uh, But before you know it, here we are getting ready right. for Green Bay. You know? well, it, it's easy to look at Mitch's performance and say, okay, this was a one-game deal. Uh, this season, but it's the last five games. There's just been this, I don't know. I don't want to say maturation, but maybe that's the word you want to use, but uh, triggering quicker, thinking differently, approaching the game in a little different way on Sundays or on Thursday in this case. Would you agree? Yeah. And, and you know what, Jeff, I also think that that happens a lot with a lot of different um, uh, teams and maybe offenses uh, throughout the year, there you know, you all go through some, some, some of it are on the front end. You start out really fast, and then there's these, these valleys that you go into, and others you start out slow, and then you hit your highs later in the year. So ours just happened to be, you know, um, you know that first half of the season, and and it was a it was a battle. But now I, I do feel like, like you said, the last five weeks have felt a lot better offensively, and it's been one of those deals where the offense is able to help out the defense more, and it's more of a team effort rather than just the defense trying to keep a team to under 20 points every week so uh, it's a good feeling our, our guys um, are mentally tough which is uh, one of the biggest things when you come through something like this and now we'll just have to see what we do here the next three weeks and everybody on offense is helping them out now too it is it's it's yeah. and again just like we always talk about the quarterback's going to get a lot of the credit when you win and he's also going to get a lot of the blame when you lose um, but all in all, I think our offense understands that right now we're executing um, at a much higher percentage with these plays, which are producing in positive yards, eliminating third and longs, and um, putting more points on the board. So when all that works together in unison, um, it, it, it helps you out even for myself as a play caller. Uh, the confidence for all of us um, in practice, it's, you know, the, the guys have continued to stay focused each and every week. And it's nice when you're rewarded with wins. I don't know what you want in a perfect world offense in terms of the passing game. Do you want 
as you say, the, the run after catch, or I say yards after the catch, or do you want big catch of the catch point? So I saw some statistics this week. Lowest amount of catches at the point, highest number of yards after the catch. Does it, is it game by game, or what do you prefer? In the bigger picture, what do you prefer? I, I would say it's, it is game by game. Um, you need to be able to stretch the defense downfield vertically uh, so that they can't just sit on everything. If they are going to sit on stuff, then you need, you need to try to you know take advantage with some double moves here or there. But um, you know, and you got to get that run game going. So I think the the nice part about this offense that you're starting to see, and you saw some of this last year, is when you do get into some of the RPO stuff. Um, you know, just like the touchdown that Anthony Miller had uh, on the on the bubble screen out there. Uh, you know, it can put you in good situations, but there's execution involved. And those two wide receivers, um, Cordero and Riley Ridley, made two great blocks. Um, you know, our, uh, Mitch made a great throw, and 17 made a great run after the catch. So it just it stretches a defense horizontally and, and not always vertically. And so that balance of width and, and depth downfield uh, and then making plays when given a chance um, is, is really what ultimately what we're looking for. Stole my thunder. Because Miller, I, I want to save that play. We're going to run that highlight when we come out of a break. That, that is one of my favorite plays of the year in its simplicity, but its execution and the desire. We'll, we'll talk mm-hmm. more about that. All right, let's uh, get caught up on uh, what's what's going on right now. So you had a little mini-bye weekend, so to speak. You brought the guys in this morning. And what did you guys do, and, and how is everybody looking right yeah, now? Yeah, no, you know what? It was it was really good for, for us to have a few days off, um, players and coaches, uh, players physically, coaches mentally. Uh, we went for we had a nice little stretch there of, of three three games in eleven days, and when you go from a Thursday Thanksgiving game to a Thursday night the next week, there's really no rest. And and so uh, our our weekend was it was nice to have a normal weekend and have a few extra days. And now our guys came in this morning, and we really focused in on a mental day. You know, get a little head start on on Green Bay, kind of where they're at, and 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 um, put to bed basically the Dallas game and. Guys get a lift in, and coaches are, are grinding on Green Bay stuff. All right, news that uh, Roquan Smith's headed to IR, the pectoral, and that, that seemed to be uh, kind of the, the course of action. So, you know, that's a bummer because I was loving the way he played. His energy was at a, a, a high pitch at the moment, you know, and now that's a bummer right there. Yeah, it is, and and you always hate to see guys get injured, especially, especially these longer ones where they take a little bit more time. But, um, you know, Roquan will be fine. He'll pull, he'll pull through this. Uh, we'll get him get him back on track and I think we all know kind of what we have with him and we, we know what the future holds with him uh, we're very lucky to have him he's 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 been everything and more from what we've expected and seen and he's star and so player he'll, he'll, no doubt about star it he, he's a guy that each and every week one of those guys that these offenses have to prepare for and so the obvious question is is there a potential that it could linger into next season at all, even in the off-season program? Uh, is that that kind of injury? I, I'm sure it's a little premature to talk about. Yeah, it's probably just a little bit early on that. But um, I know the type of workout warrior that he is, and I know what we have with our strength staff. They'll be getting him ready. And so uh, the biggest thing for him will just be to, to really take it day by day. Uh, week by week, and, and we'll see. But I, I feel confident he'll be ready to rock and roll by next year. We'll know more Wednesday on, guys, but uh, every it, it's like the big tease. Everybody wants to see Akeem Hicks back. It's you know He's starting to practice or whatever, and he's at that three-week window, but uh, do you feel hopeful? I, I, ho- I do. I, I feel hopeful about it, but again, it's it's hard to, until we go through the week and we see where he's at, um, I do, you know, it's to be able to know that you have the possibility of having him come back. He's such an integral part of that defense and in so many different ways, so um, you know, we'll keep our fingers crossed for him and, and see where this week takes us. 
The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues. Bunch set right, single to the left, Robinson. Snap, out of the gun. Trubisky and the keeper left to the 15. Inside cut of the 10. Five, end zone. Touchdown, Bears. Mitchell Trubisky. With six more, and the Bears explode to a 30-14 lead. 23 yards right down Michigan Avenue, baby. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show, brought to you by Whipley Financial Advisors, a proud partner of the Chicago Bears. Jeff Joniak and Matt Nagy with you, and Mark Helfrich coming up at the bottom of the hour. You heard the Mitchell Trubisky touchdown run. I, I was losing my mind. It just opened up beautifully, and you just love seeing that. It just He's not Lamar Jackson. Few are. But when you see a quarterback pick those yards up and get that opportunity, that, that happened to be, I don't know if you know this, but it's the longest touchdown run by a Bears quarterback since Jim Harbaugh in 1986. Is that right? <laughs> wow. Against Tampa. He went 26 yards, Mitch went 23. Yeah, that that was a uh, pretty cool run to watch. And you see, you know, a lot of times, uh, as as we're telling them, you know, be smart, don't take that extra hit. And, and so when he pulled the football, uh, you know, Charles Leno made a, made a hell of a block. Yeah, and, and Mitch was able to kick it up in there. And I think most of us probably thought that he was about ready to get down, and probably even the safety thought that. But Inside Mitch made it. Yeah, he just made that little plan. He on went the left, Hester left on foot. you. He did. He went. He stuck it in the ground. Stuck it in the ground. Went north and south, protected the football, and then you could see all the emotions come out after he scored. We, we could talk about this till we're blue in the face about okay, why he wasn't leaving the pocket as much early in the season, or what the de- de- there's a lot to that. But the fact is, does it give him? confidence as a quarterback to have those opportunities a handful of times a game yeah yeah for sure and 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 why and and well what it does is you when you when you're a quarterback that can run with the football you become in in essence another running back that the defense has to know and they have to account for and really it's like it's like having an extra blocker in in one way or another just by by saying hey listen you want to go ahead and take away this guy then we're going to come back and use this not all teams can do that we have that in mitch so uh, being able to have some runs where he's able to, uh, um, you know, get extra yards because they're not accounting for him uh, is is going to be used to our advantage. And and you know we we have had those this year. There have been some for whatever reason it didn't happen as much, um, but but now it is, and we're all seeing it come to fruition. It's helping us out, and and the confidence is really high. A, a sneak peek at the Packers because they have not allowed a lot. In that regard, just 104 rushing yards by quarterbacks, and they face Carson Wentz and they face Daniel Jones and whatnot. Is it something that they do, or something you got to be aware of of what they're doing to maybe not run into that problem? Yeah, schematically they do a good job at that. And and again, you know, our our game against Dallas was a game there where we saw some things, and and he was making great decisions. And not every you know not yep. every game is going to be like that. We now. knew so this for the Dallas we, game that it was a yeah, probability. Yeah. So we'll, we'll just, you know, we'll see how it goes, and, and maybe it's through the air this game. I, we really don't know, but we want to be able to uh, schematically do whatever helps us as much as possible and then let Mitch make plays, And but it's certainly a huge advantage for him. I want to talk a lot about Mitch because you were mic'd up this week and we played it on the Bears game night live show uh, Sunday night. It, it was outstanding. It, it really takes you behind the curtain of what your relationship is like with Mitch and how he feels about you. And I saw this last week when Mitch was mic'd up. This is, you guys, it's it's a unique, it, to me, it looks like a unique relationship. Can you take us in that a little bit deeper? Well, it is. And, you know, as, as everybody can understand, you know, we're all together for a lot of, a lot of hours um, over the course of the past couple of years. And, and not just myself. I mean, that there, you know, 
you saw some of that from from me and and times throughout the game with some of the players but um you know the relationship there there's just so many discussions and conversations um that are very authentic honest open um not always easy be, between us and not just myself but with with Dave Ragone with Mark Helfrich uh with the other quarterbacks with Mitch and that's how you all build these relationships and that's that's the trust the T word is building trust so that when you're in the element, when you're in in that environment of being able to uh, have to make decisions in a short, brief time, um, he trusts me as a play caller. I trust him as a player. We all trust each other, and it's a pretty cool dynamic. And and you were able, you know some were able to see some of that, and I'm sure they edited out a lot of other stuff as well. But I like uh, you getting on the referees. <laughs> a little bit. That was a terrible call. <laughs> And you uh, missed the face mask. They missed uh, three face masks. Uh, I'm a little add. too fiery, so I got no, no. to pull back a little bit. <laughs> Chicago loves that emotion. <laughs> I I loved that you said to Cody Whiter, lead. It was just one word, lead. Why? Well, that's where it all starts. And I, the one thing that we're all seeing in some of this execution that's going down in the last several weeks is you're, we're really seeing a change at the line of scrimmage. You're feeling that um, things are happening on the other side. And so we're covering guys up. We're sticking on our blocks. We're pass protecting. And and what's happening is it's a domino effect to where now a guy like David Montgomery, Tariq Cohen, um, are getting, you know, four to five, six, seven yards on a carry instead of one, two, or three. And that goes into that first down deal where we want to make sure we stay ahead of the stick. So those guys up front, they don't say a whole lot. You know, they don't get a lot of glory. They don't get a lot of praise. When things aren't going well, they get a lot of – it falls back on them. But um, they, they, they understand my relationship with them and how much it means to, to, to me when they play well like that. They don't get a lot of credit, but they deserve a lot of credit. We'll take a look at the Green Bay Packers and more coming up in our final segment with Coach Nagy. Now, more of the Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. WBBM. Snap Trubisky. Outlet pass to Miller. Right side. Hits the gas of the five. Spins into the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown Bears. And the lead is 23-7. Trubisky's third touchdown throw. 14 yards. And Miller with his first touchdown of the year. You can help deserving families by donating a gently used winter coat to the Chicago Bears Jewel Osco Coat Drive at the participating Jewel Osco locations now through February 28th. Donations benefit the Salvation Army. There's the Miller touchdown. And for him, it's his first of the season. He had seven last year. It's been a process this year. But, you know, for a guy that is as emotional as him, the way he finished that, what it just means to see a guy able to make good on what his talent really is. Yeah, it's it's, it's really neat. And Anthony's a guy, you just he's a ball of fire and you just you absolutely love that. I love the energy. I love it. Test your patience sometimes. It, it does, it does, but that's okay. I'll, you know, we're we're okay with that as long as you don't cross the line. And there's been one or two times this year where we've had to make sure that he understands, listen, you can't do that. And he and he knows that. He's a guy that usually doesn't make the same mistake twice. But on the field as a football player, when you get the ball in his hands, he can make a lot of things happen. And he's growing in a lot of different ways as a receiver. He's understanding, too, that even when he's not catching that touchdown pass and he needs to make a block for somebody else, he's doing and he's he's enjoying doing that. Um, so, but that, that play was, was a fun one for us, especially, you know, it's, it's, it's a, uh, it's just a, a nice, simple throw yeah. to the flat where guys are just making plays and then he's able to cut up in there. No one was going to stop him from getting in that end zone and, uh, it produced six points for us. Uh, one more thing I mentioned, then we'll talk defense in the Packers. 
I don't know if you realize this, but after interceptions the last two games, he's 30 of 38 for 380 yards, five touchdown passes, a passing rushing touchdown, obviously, and 10 yards of completion. Uh, Those are significant numbers after a, a play that you wish you wouldn't have thrown. Why is that significant? Well, it's 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 a it's a credit to him and his growth mentally. Um, I think in years past it might have affected him to the sideline and then carried out to the next play and next series. Couldn't get it out. Couldn't get it out of his head. Um, that hasn't been the case. And you just said that with the numbers um, he's producing. You go back to the Detroit game on Thanksgiving. You know, through the interception, went six for six right after that. So. Um, I just think there's a lot of mental growth there. There's a lot of trust from his teammates to him, from him to his teammates. And matter of fact, when he threw that interception, um, you know, he knew it was it wasn't a great decision. He know, knew it wasn't a great throw, but he couldn't he couldn't actually wait to get back out because we were moving the ball right down the field. So does that help you? Yeah, absolutely. Because you got to know. Yeah, absolutely. You, and how you can call the game. Sure. And and it comes down to again, you talk about trust to trust with players and players, right? Quarterbacks, wide receivers, et cetera. It's the same thing that goes with a, a play caller and a quarterback. Um and we've we've really been been growing our own um since half you know, halfway through the season on. It's been getting a lot better. And and so you know, uh, to, interception for him. He has to come back, and make throws. A fumble for David Montgomery has to come back and carry the rock or carry the ball. And and so, um, I think it it just uh, it's it's reciprocated between all of us. J.P. Holtz, Jasper Horstead, Kevin Pierre Lewis, Kevin Tolliver, whatever guy is being shoved into the mix is responding. I say hip hip hooray for them, but the coaches who get them ready have to also get the praise here yeah same thing goes with the two offensive linemen with Cornelius Lucas and Rashad Coward I mean and then for the change and flip that we made with Cody and James Daniels in the middle of the year so with with Harry he's standing there on the O-line I mean um the the coaches making sure that your guys are prepared is hard is hard to do all the time because you're so focused in on the starters and and but that's so just the culture that we have, the coordinators, everybody doing their part so that when these injuries do come up, we're able to rock and roll, and that's what you've seen. I don't want to uh, move past Tolliver too much. You need him to mm-hmm. play. I mean, that's a, a a growth player at a key position. Yeah, another another guy that comes in here and uh, against one of the top offenses in the NFL and a, an unbelievable wide receiver in Cooper. So you're going to be challenged. But these guys want that. They enjoy it. They look forward to it. It was a great opportunity for them. Week one to week fifteen. What's the difference in the Green Bay Packers? The record. You know, they're a lot. They're and where they're at. They're they're uh, they're winning a lot of games. Um, they have that quarterback that's pretty good, and and we know that. But at the same time, we have a lot of confidence in our guys, and you know, we we understand that uh, it wasn't the game that we wanted to play week one, um, and the same goes for them too. So we're we're completely different teams in in all facets, both both sides, them and us. It'll be a it'll be a big challenge. We know it's a big game for us, but at the same time, we just want to keep doing what we've been doing the last several weeks. Their backfield is is obviously a good one two punch, and Aaron Jones, the underrated aspect in the passing game. So I went back. If he's targeted four times or more, and he gets some good, they're seven and one. I mean, mm-hmm. they're winning anyway. But that that seems to be a key component to them. Yeah. So as, in regards to him on offense, they move him around. They'll put him in empty. They'll put him outside. Try to get a matchup with a linebacker. Or they'll put him in the eye formation and run him between the tackles. So he's very multi-dimensional in that case. And then their defense, um, you know, regardless of any numbers, they're they're playing well as a unit. They've had a lot of consistency. Um, I think Coach Pettin is is one of the better defensive coordinators in in the NFL, and I have a lot of respect for him and what he does. Uh, so we know that we'll have our hands full, but we're, we're welcoming the challenge. 
All right. Well, good week of preparation, and good luck. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Jeff. That's Bears head coach Matt Nagy. Coming up next, Mark Helfrich, the offensive coordinator, joins the program. This is Bears Coaches Show. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy. And this hour featuring offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich. Brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants, Athletico Physical Therapy, and the Village of Bedford Park. Once again, the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. Trubisky in the gun, backs things off, making checks, four on the play clock, down seven, takes the snap, got a rifle in the middle of the end zone, the pass is caught for the touchdown, touchdown Bears, and the catch made by Allen Robinson. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show, brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants, Jeff Joniak and Mark Helfrich, Bears Offensive Coordinator, good to see you, uh, you enjoy your weekend? Uh, yeah. Little, little a little bit of couple, getaway time? A little a couple hours here and there, had yeah. some great family time, and then... Uh, uh, back to the Smith brothers, unfortunately. Yeah, right. Yeah. Darius and Preston. Yeah, we'll talk about those guys in a minute. Uh, but you just heard the highlight of uh, Allen Robinson's first touchdown of two in the we went over the Cowboys. You know, right now, uh, there's a, a terrific bond, and it's been brewing since last season, really, really the second half of last season, maybe late last season, between Mitchell Trubisky and Allen Robinson. Right now, are they in a sweet spot? Uh, it feels that way, yeah. You know, there's always there's always things that you can you can do differently, better here and there, and 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 we're at you know in a good space of of, of nitpicking and correcting and in, in, after a win, and and that's I think again, you're the world's nitpicker. No, that, you are. Everybody, everybody, everybody. I mean, you. I like you know. You. I, I give you something right there, and it's, yeah, but well, that has to make it. It has to be a longer answer than yes. <laughs> but uh, but they can they can be better. You know, we had a couple misses, a couple just whatever it is, route depths, angles, all those things that that uh, you can improve upon. Um, but yeah, I think they made up for lost time of losing that initial off season with with him was a big deal, um, and now just just uh, you know need to keep playing as a as a unit uh, and making it happen. You know, you bring it up the point, and I, I want to bounce off of that just because the average person sees a game and you know they just assume the worst when it's a quarterback. But that angles and route depth and where your what your landmarks supposed to be, you know, you could easily say like you know the old Mike Martz say, hey, you know, run to it. And if you're not there, it's on you. Yep. It's not on the quarterback. I don't know if that pertains to this offense so directly, but the fact of the matter is the other guys playing defense can redirect that whole plan in a different direction. So just if you could just emphasize to the listeners just how critical all of that is for the execution of one simple play. Well, it's just, you know, visualize a three-on-two fast break in, in basketball, you know, and there's three people, and if they're all in a line and there's no spacing or, you know, they're they're one guy's too flat, one guy's too wide, you know, that might be a little bit easier way to describe yeah. it. But there's a lot of those that happen in a, on a football play, and there's 11 people that throw it. There's 11 people that run it. Uh, and it's 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 timing, it's it's depth, it's angle of cut, it's angle of route, um, it's protection, uh, it's it's you know clean protection, uh, it's stepping up when there's you know just all those little variables that go into and, and oh by the way there's guys that are you know trying to clean your clock that 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 uh, are violently you know tr- violently trying to get to the quarterback during all that so uh, you've got to simulate as many of those things as possible some of them are hard to simulate uh, in practice uh, but you try to make it happen as much as possible but that being said over the last five games record aside you know four and one yes it's all good but you, would you say all of that is elevating at the same time 
Definitely, definitely. You know, I think our guys uh, last couple of weeks in particular have done a great job in protection. Uh, you know, and and you know, you, you we had you know just maybe some some luck of the draw with some opponents on the back end and and how they fared just from a health standpoint. And but again, that that confidence is real. Those are real real reps against NFL guys, uh, and we'll take it. You know, I think our guys collectively are playing with more confidence, uh, and we have to carry that to to Lambo. Some routes require touch. Uh, you drop it in the bucket, your back shoulders, but the velocity of Mitch's throws seem to be at a season high against the Cowboys. Is that just my perception of it? Because he threw some that, wow, they're sticking like Velcro to the chest of the receiver. Mm-hmm. And I think that again just goes back to being being in rhythm and being you know confident within the play, the timing of the play. And yeah, it wasn't always his first option, and maybe it was a second or third, and. Uh, you know, made some more plays with his feet, which I think kind of you know got in his own mind and 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 really really got him going. I think, uh, which is something we've been hoping and wishing for. On RPOs, would you say it was his best RPO game? Uh, yeah, we yeah. had you know from the couple, decisions yep, to the process. Yep, had a couple of throws that you know had a touchdown pass on a run play. Those are always great for a, that. That's that that j- just va- validates and verifies everything for the court for the quarterback. And when that gets going, now you know they're a little bit almost throw first and run, and you can you can hit that sweet spot. And uh, but yeah, good progress there. Absolutely, Mark Helfrich, our guest here on the Bears Coaches Show. The Bears Coaches Show with offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich. And WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues. Horstead remains in with Holtz there. Tight ends left side of the line. Slot to the right, Miller. Robinson. Tighter coverage on the near side. Taking the snap. Play fake to the pocket. Setting up a screen to Holtz. Catch. Runs up field 30. 25-20. Full head of steam. Bulldozing inside the 10. Oh, we're going to like this kid from Pitt. He just puts his head down and goes. This segment of the Bears Coaches Show is brought to you by Old Spice. Never let a friend lose his swagger. So, Mark Halfrich, is the swagger back? That's good advice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. You know, I think it is. But that, that, that's something that has to be earned every day and, and validated every day. Uh, and, and, you know, as we, as we roll into, like we said, rolling into Lambeau with confidence is, is a big deal. You just heard the highlight of J.P. Holtz's 30-yard run. Uh, but the combination of he and Jesper Horstead, uh it just it just balances out the whole offense. No question, and we've had some other guys. Whether it's Anthony or you know some of these other guys make some some plays in addition. Uh, you know, CP had the huge, obviously catch and run uh, that, that that balances out the you know it's just a Rob type of of uh, way that people can defend us. So. Yeah, there's probably not a lot of people that predicted the, the post route to him early on and the, the catch and run that was a huge play. Uh, but, yeah, Holtz has done a great job. That Patterson play, too. Uh, talk about the excitement level. I mean, if you can make every every uh, every play a kick return possibility exactly. yep, yep. with a head of steam. For, I, I see now why there's so much effort to try and find a player to a game to get him loose because – if it happens, good luck. I mean, you're you're exactly. a chain mover or a touchdown. Yep, and they, you know, we caught him in a in a blitz, and he was kind of the hot answer on that on that in that situation. And Mitch did a great job of getting the ball out, and and he did the rest. Cornelius Lucas, I mean, maybe it, you know, should I not be surprised? He's he has played so well, and knock on wood, you know, from from going back to to Washington, where where nobody blinked. You know, there wasn't anybody that that was that was. Uh, skeptical about how he was going to play against you know Kerrigan and then it's been whoever Aaron Donald and all these other guys yeah. we've had the the pleasure of playing against uh he he has not wavered at all has he been perfect no uh 
Uh, has Rashad Coward been perfect? No. Uh, but, but Rashad's not, but, he's not giving up a sack this year. He's playing his tail off, and, and we're getting every ounce out of those guys. And, and uh, you know, again, the, the, on, the, on the right momentum swing, uh, I just got to do it again. I threw something uh, at uh, David Montgomery after the game because I had done a feature with him on our game day live show that aired uh, on Thursday. Back in June, he tweeted out how much he just couldn't get enough watching Walter Payton highlights. I was not insinuating that he's going to be Walter Payton, and he doesn't want that, obviously. He wants to be David Montgomery, but through the first 13 games of their careers, their numbers are nearly identical. So I gave him that card after the game. He goes, wow. How important is things sometimes to be put in perspective and context? It's like Mitch with – Right, right. There's somebody wrote a story about Mitch and Drew Brees. Their numbers are almost identical (laughs) to the first 38 games. And that's where, you know, stats are stats and and, and you can bend and move and – you know, coerce, but yeah, you need to go back to, to reality and, and understand why things happen or why things don't happen. Uh, and, and, you know, there's no greater example than, than the two you mentioned, the quarterback and, and, and David, uh, things have not been perfect by any stretch for him or the people that are supporting him. Uh, and to just recognize, Hey, here, here, here's what happened. Here's why let's move on together. You know, it's, it's, it's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's not that this is, you know, what happened, uh, and, and roll. And he's a, he's just a great, you know, you've been around enough. He's a great worker, yep. a great teammate, uh, and just a guy that, that, you know, again, his, his best days are ahead. And, and we would, we would love that comparison he made about what, 10, 12 years from now. Right, right, right. Uh, I, I mentioned this with, with Matt, just, uh, he was mic'd up, uh, this past week. So I don't know if you saw any of that, uh, the, but, but just the conversation with Mitch, the the hugs the the uh, proclamations of love for each other it's it's to me meaningful I don't it's it's genuine um, and it goes deeper than that because he even mentioned you know the relationship with with you and Mitch and Ragone and you and Mitch I mean that whole company so to speak that you keep in that quarter I, can you take us behind the scenes a little bit of just how impactful it is every day to work with. A quarterback because it's the most mm-hmm. important position yeah, in sports. Yeah, and it, absolutely it is. And, and the head coach and the quarterback have to be on the same page. And, and you know, Rags in, is with him every you know every meeting, every minute of every day. And and Mitch is Mitch is Mitch is Mitch. And that's the the most important thing is you get to know every quarterback. They're individuals with you know thoughts and feelings and hopes and dreams and aspirations and faults and you have to know all those things you know to to be able to push the right buttons in the in the crunch time and know that you know you're on the same side and that's why that, that's why it's so important is you you just got to be able to to live through the the highs live yep. through the lows live through the pat on the back live through the stab in the back and mm. and get through it from week 1 to week 15 if you can in a short sentence kind of describe what it's been like for the guy and you guys working with him he's he's worked He's worked and he's, you know, it's been, <laughs> it's been probably exactly what it seems like, you know, at times, uh, some smiles and joy and yeah. some other times some, you know, not, not the, the opposite of that. And, and again, cause he cares a tremendous deal about his, his team, his city, everything that he represents, uh, it means a great deal to him. And, and, uh, when things go well, you know, that's emotional when things aren't going well that's emotional and you need to find that that groove and 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 uh where you can you can succeed and thrive and not just not just try to you know survive no bigger smile and then he ran into the end zone for 23 yards that's mark halfrich one more segment to go the bears coaches show with head coach matt Nagy continues exclusively on the home of the bears 
News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. WBBM. This segment of the Bears Coaches Show is brought to you by CDW. People to get it. Learn more at CDW.com. Mark Helfrich, our guest, our final segment. Let's focus on the Packers. That's where our attention goes here for the Week 15 matchup. Uh, anything you see that they're doing different than Week 1. Week 1 is the great unknown for everybody, so you kind of mm-hmm. toss some things out. That's just that's just a feel game. Uh, but what are they doing now that you, has your attention? defensively well yeah i mean it, it obviously starts with the the pass rush and and those guys the you know Preston and Zedaria smith have been phenomenal uh and then they kind of like a good you know a good scheme does they present different problems every week uh they attack protections uh uniquely hmm. as far as each each opponent and you know knowing hey the whoever the minnesota vikings protect differently than us than than denver or whoever, you know whoever the rest of their opponents have been and uh, they're they're really good. Uh, they do a great job of kind of mixing and matching from all their personnel groups, both their their fronts and their their games, whether it's you know pressures or just you know game line games up front, uh, and then changing up the the look for the quarterback in the, in the back end, but playing similar things from their standpoint. So it's kind of one of those things where a lot of things look differently, and then they kind of play the same, and then a lot of things look differently, but then uh, to the quarterback, it, that's it's, a lot to unpack right there. Well. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like. You but know, you could throw them some curveballs too. Sure, sure. It's you know similar to our defensive. Hey, you know you, they present you one look and do four or five things out of it, and they're really good at it. And then they do a few things each each week that are unique. Um, and so, uh, and then they've got good players doing it. Yeah. Uh, so they're you know on a, on a roll right now. Obviously played very well yesterday and gave up the late one. Uh, made it a little closer than, than it probably was, uh, and playing down a couple guys. We'll see how that plays out from their their uh, health standpoint. But but very 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 sound, well coached, elite <laughs> elite guys. Teams have run on them, but they've survived it with wins uh, for whatever reason. But th- there's been some pretty big rushing numbers against them this season. What do you see on that front? Yeah, they've they've you know they've had a couple pot you know for I was just watching Minnesota earlier and they had the one whatever it was 75 yard touchdown and then. A lot of one yard gains, yeah. you know. So it's kind of that body blow, body blow, body blow, knockout type of, of thing. But you gotta you gotta finish the knockout. And then it seems to me their secondary is is I don't know is it the strength of their defense because they're gonna play a lot of dime potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Bears have seen a lot of dime this season. So is that something you're gonna have to be focused on because they can Definitely. throw a bunch yeah. of things at you. Yep, and and veteran guys, very very good. You know, obviously we know. Adrian and uh, but the the two corners Alexander has been elite again he's a, he's a great player and I think Kevin King is probably playing at his highest level ever uh and he was banged up last week and that's one of the guys obviously we'll kind of keep track of but but uh yeah they're they're playing well playing with confidence and anytime you can play how they do on the back end with the confidence in that pass rush up front that helps them all right. Well, appreciate you being on once again. Good luck with your preparation as we wrap up with you. Gibson's Restaurant Group wanted to thank you for joining us on tonight's Bears Coaches Show. Enjoy your gift card to enjoy thank a meal you, at any of their Chicagoland locations. We appreciate it. For Bears head coach Matt Nagy and offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich and our producers Dan Barilli, Jordan Treadup, Andy Gersher, and Jennifer Kuyper, I'm Jeff Joniak, Bears Packers, 9 a.m. pregame noon kickoff Sunday right here on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM WBB. Good night, everybody.